Hey, Secret Sisters, Ayana here. It's almost the new year, and it's time where people do a lot of purging. So this free air is called The Purge. Enjoy and tell us, what are you purging for the new year? It's your girl Day. I'm Denise. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Sage Girl Girl Secrets. Hey y'all. Hey Hey, girl. girl. (laughs) I thought I was late coming in, but the music. (laughs) I was jamming. My bad. I was jamming. Playing. I just. (laughs) I was waiting. Um. So I'm excited. Me too. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New New Year. Year. 2020. 2020. Everybody out here talking about clear vision. <laughs> 2020. Yeah. No, they got no it's 2020. It's a new decade. I, I was talking about to say it's a new season. Oh, I'm mad. I just got that. It's a what, new 2020? Wow. Clear vision. I am so mad I just got I that. I am so disappointed in you. I just not even know. That's like, why people been putting up the vision thing. Of course. Yeah. Yo, 2020 oh vision. I just got, you know how you don't get something until somebody say it aloud. You wear context, don't you? No, she oh, got 2020 vision. So it don't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter to her. Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. I mean, it, <laughs> all the things that people do with the New Year, you be like, oh, I'm gonna clean my house. Oh, I'm leaving this. I ain't bringing this. Washing all my clothes. Did we have a conversation about that already? Something similar. Yeah, we yes, did. Something similar. New Year's resolution. No, what do they call them? Traditions. New Year this. Yeah, we talked about traditions mm-hmm. with, the, with the collard greens and the yeah. black eyed peas. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. green. Um, so one thing that people do in the new year is they purge stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have a story about a time that I guess you could call it a purge. Okay. I guess it's like the Christian purge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Christian most Christians purge. do it. I'm a little embarrassed. Well, what is it? What is it? <laughs> there is no reason to be embarrassed because I can't wait for you to tell this story because so we can talk about all our little stupid purges that we do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh my this goodness. is funny. Okay, so... Um, 2013 is is when I got what people call saved for real. Mm-hmm. She's doing air quote, guys. Air I know quotes. you can't hear. For real, so for real. Saved saved for real. Air quotes. And so I guess what that means is like, you know, well, I grew up in the church. So I was like, you know, the the pew baby, like grew up She's sitting on the baby. pew church baby, right? A.K.A. Haven. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, grew up knowing the word, being in church, all of those things. And then 2013 was when... How old was I in 2013? You were 25. Yeah, I might have been 25. Right? Yeah. Okay, you math. That's right. You two years older than me. I don't know I was 23, so you had to be 25. All right, okay. So that was the year when I was like, oh, I'm going to be saved for real. Um, I was dating someone who was super traditional. And so I had, I I was very much. What does that mean? Traditional what? (laughs) That's a good question. Yeah. That, yeah. Like traditional Baptist, traditional Kojic, traditional uh, he was traditional Kojic. Oh, he was dang, he was saved. Yeah, he was saved, 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 tongue speaking, Ooh. saved, saved. So at that point, I don't think I spoke in tongues in 2013 initially. Like when me and the people that I was hanging around, the church friends and stuff like that, the new circle of people I had, I wasn't speaking in tongues yet. I was still kind of cursing, you know. 
Like okay. a, yeah, because so you still still, be in there. Some of us still be there. I was a Baptist. <laughs> okay. That, oops. Uh, you, were you born Baptist? I grew up Baptist. Okay. Well, okay. church was Baptist and then it became non denominational. All right. But it had that Baptist um, blood. It had that Baptist it. blood. So, Got it. Um, but yeah, so 2013 is what I would consider when I became saved for real. Like, oh, I'm throwing away all of my secular CDs. I'm not watching nothing that's not saved i'm not you know doing this i'm not doing that just very like rules and law based Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think that i got that way because the friends and the people that i began to hang around i was partially in awe and partially in envy of their what i thought was their relationship with god what I perceive to be their relationship with God. And by that, what I mean is they had the ability to like prophesy and they could speak in tongues and they, it was just like, it was something that I had never really experienced up close before. If that makes any sense around people my age. And so I decided I was going to be safe for real. All that to say. Um, And so this particular instance um, I met up with my friend Sierra, who'd been my best friend all through college, and we would party, we would, you know, have fun, you know, do the things that people do in college. Of course, of course. And we met up, we used Except me. You uh, ain't do none of that. She I ain't do none of that you. undergrad, y'all. What? Our grad school. Didn't. What did you do? Nothing. Study. <laughs> no, nah, really, study, work, study again. Oh my God, Lauren. It's so bad, but... <laughs> Is it bad? You digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I met up with my friend Sierra. We used to go get our nails. Well, she got her nails done. I would get my feet done at this hood spot back in DC. And so we were getting our feet done. And every year we would go to this thing called the Summer Spirit Festival. And it was like Erica Badu, Lauren Hill, Jill Scott, Ooh, like fire. all of the like neo soul, soul R&B artists. Like, and it would be in like an amphitheater outside. Like everybody would like bring their own drinks and just sit out on the lawn and like listen to the concerts. And whoever smoked would be smoking. Like it was just like that was the vibe. And so we're sitting there and she's like, oh, I got the tickets for the Summer Spirit Festival. And I was like, I can't go. Huh? And she was like, what do you mean you can't go? And I was like, I can't go anywhere that God is not. <laughs> deep, deep. <laughs> Extra deep. And she was like, so what are you saying? Coral Reef deep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm saying that I can't go. And she was like, and she literally started crying. Like, she was in tears. She was like, are you saying that I'm not saved? And Ooh. I was like, I'm not saying that you're not saved. But I'm just saying that if God isn't there, then I can't go. And if it's not a, a church type of atmosphere, then I don't want to be in it. And she was crying. Like, I don't even think I finished getting my feet done. And she was like, leave. You just need to leave. Like, we literally had a whole entire argument in this nail salon. Wow. And there was nothing about you in that moment that felt... You felt like what you were saying was justified. So there was no no compassion or anything, even with her crying? For me, <laughs> she was like, she no, was like, I no. said what I said. I don't care about them tears. <laughs> right. God ain't there, ain't gonna be there. But she was in the hood spot getting a feet done. <laughs> so mean, you know yeah, you're gonna be crying when you go to hell, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sierra. Sorry, girl. I don't know how you did it. How's your friend 
do you like that, Cece? Oh, my gosh. Cece, she was so upset. Like, she was she so, should be. She was so Child, I would have cussed you out. I mean, she you did. think I ain't saying I would have cussed you off. Yeah. I probably would have. She cussed you out. Think, I was about to say, you already think I ain't saved. Let me go ahead and just, Okay, you know, let me just go ahead and yeah, let me incomplete the right. Man, Sierra, Sierra got mad. She put me out of the nail shop. She was like, just leave. And so she I left. She put you out of a public place. Right. <laughs> Sierra must have had them hands. You left. The show was like, you know what? I think I want to win. I mean, it was her nail shop before. It was our nail shop. Oh, okay. And the girl that used to do her nails, well, I think Mimi still do her nails. She was just, she was crying. She was like, come on, Mimi, just do my nails. Oh. Oh. Wow. Now imagine how Mimi felt watching this. Was Mimi saved? No, I don't even know. Lord. But everybody in there was very confused. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, what kind of argument is this? Right. Who gets in an argument at the nail? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Especially about, about the Lord. Right. About the Lord, Jesus. You're not safe. You're not safe. Oh, you like, got that acrylic. You ain't safe. <laughs> I was like, you're not safe. Like how I, I get saved. polish on your fingers, okay? Because I ain't got. The polish was red polish. Oh, <laughs> Jezebel. I'm a Jezebel right now. Devil's color <laughs> or black. Oh my gosh. Y'all laugh, but that's real. I, I know it is. That's why I said it. That's why I said it. I grew up red lipstick, red nail polish. My dress had to be down to cross my. Listen, shoulders covered. I'm holy right now. I'm holy, Sade isn't. (laughs) She has red nail polish. I have gold. We're laughing, but at that point in my life, based on what I was around during that time, I literally thought, and it's funny because when we talk about it now, me and Sierra, we can laugh about it, but she was like, it was the middle of the summer and you had a turtleneck on. Like, you legit was like, I'm not showing anything. I'm not going anywhere like unless it's church and I think that I want to address it because there are people who get saved and you do this purge Mm -hmm. and you throw people away you throw things away you throw experiences away and you think that there's no other way to operate that Mm -hmm. in order to be in Christ you are not allowed to be attached to anything right prior to you making that decision to love God and to be saved And I think for me, I wanted to tell the story because it's so funny that now, um, last year for Thanksgiving, I met up with Sierra and my friend Makia, who I had not seen in years. Like, Makia, I don't think I'd seen since that happened, like, almost in 2013. And, you know, she said to me, she said, I was kind of literally listening to your podcast because she was like, I remember. She was like, I remember when you started talking all that Jesus stuff. And she was like, and I didn't like how you became as a person. Mm. And she was like, you know, and I I watch you now and I see that, you know, it's, it's different. And she was like, and so I wanted to check it out and see what it was about. She was like, but I did not like who you became wow. when you, quote unquote, we're now in Christ. And I just think as Christians, that was really hard for me to hear because it's like, how am I walking into what's supposed to be the game changer for my life and it's causing people to be like i don't even want to be around you mm-hmm. i don't want to talk to you i don't want to know you and i feel like sometimes as christians that's how people feel about us absolutely yeah 
But so, that's how we present ourselves. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I don't think that's always true. I think sometimes people have their preconceived notions of what a Christian is and what a Christian is supposed to do. So it don't matter what you say, they're going to feel the way that they feel. Like some people just don't get it. Yeah. Like, you know, if you go to our church and we speak it in tongues, some people just don't get it. If I tell you I'm not going to make this move because the Lord told me not to, some people just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I, I hear your point, but I feel like then they Again, there are just some people that just automatically have their preconceived notions of what it is to say that you are a Christian. What does that mean to them? And it doesn't matter how I present myself to them. They're not going to receive it. Mm -hmm. I think that's why the Lord often oftentimes he talks about the heart. He was like, because it don't matter what I say. It don't matter what I do. If you don't check my heart, it don't matter. You know, in the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You have to check someone's heart to really understand where they're coming from. Yeah, I agree. But I think um, to the flip side of that, I think we don't know our hearts. We truly, whenever you get saved initially, you only know what you have seen. To your point, people judge it because of what they've seen in the past. And I don't even think it was acceptable or deemed okay for you to truly realize who you are in him and that you can still have a personality. You can still dress a certain way you could still be who he created you to be with him dwelling on the inside of you it's almost like if you're a a christian you look this way you talk this way you act this way and that's it and I refuse to. I've I've been there before. I've, you know what I mean. Yeah. I think That's what I was about to ask. I was about to say, do y'all no. have stories about when you got mm-hmm. saved for real? I will say this. I feel like I've been saved for real. I don't know my whole life. I truly do. I I don't want to sound. It is what it is. That's how I feel. But at one particular time, me and my mom were recently talking about this, and I said talked about this on a podcast. Like once there was a certain someone back where I'm from. He was a minister at the time. Uh, he had just had his trial initial sermon. He was like three years older than me. So I was 16. He was 19. And everybody looked at him like, oh, he's going to be like his father. He's going to be, you know, this amazing prophet, man of God, boop, boop, whatever, whatever. When everybody in my church found out we were dating, it was instantly. I had grown women, women in their 40s and 50s being like, OK, well, you, you can't do this. I played tennis in high school, so I have a uniform. Oh, well, you know, whenever you come from practice, you need to make sure you present yourself like this. Oh, if you're dating this such and such person, you know, you need to look like this. Look at all the people that he... I mean, I had grown women telling me these things. Mm-hmm. So already, you know, it's when you're in high school. When I was in high school, I... There's someone... Shout out to Derek. Shout out to Bradshaw. He would always be like, oh, that's been saved and sanctified. But I was still... I had, still had a core group of friends. I still... But everybody knew, like, what I was about. So I think... I have had those experiences. I did the same thing where I cut off all this music. I was like, I'm not listening to nobody else. I'm not listening to Plies. I'm not just, I didn't need to be listening to music. But I'm not listening to all this stuff because that's going to taint in my mind. My, my religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to taint. It's going to taint. It's going to taint. I don't think mine was a tainting thing. It was, I saw people. You don't think you, you didn't think you I would be as spiritual or you could be as spiritual as them if I, you didn't make right. certain sacrifices. I saw mm. I saw things happening in their lives and what was happening for them in a spiritual realm and I said, I want that. And instead mm. of That's dangerous. Un- it is very dangerous. And instead of understanding that that came from a relationship with God and reading the word and sitting in his presence and all of that stuff, I just started doing the things that they were doing. And so I said, oh. So then how did you know it was real for you? I was going to say that because you don't really get to know him for yourself. Yeah. Correct. And that's the thing. For a a little while, it wasn't real for me. Hmm. It was going through the motions, hoping that by going through the motions, 
something would happen. Mm. And it wasn't until um, (laughs) a very bad situation happened that drove me into the presence of God where what I was looking for happened for me. Mm. And it didn't come from me wearing turtlenecks in the summertime and not going to Summer Spirit Festival. It came from me being in a space where I was communicating with God because I didn't feel like I could communicate with anybody else. And then there was a relationship birth from that. So That was genuine. Yeah. It was genuine. I know um, for me, we got saved for real when I was, I think, 11. We moved down here, got saved, and started going to the church. Who is that we, who is we? My parents and I. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, started going to the church that I still currently go to. They go to another church. Um, a partner church but um i know for me when my dad when we first got saved he did the traditional cut off everything type situation like he well i know sylvester's he tells that story about the cds yeah sylvester's brother broke the cds but my dad was like i'm gonna make some money off of these cds he actually sold sold them them. he was smart (laughs) he sold them to like some secondhand store and i remember you know we couldn't i couldn't listen to certain music and i grew up like i lived in new york coming from Trinidad so I grew up like in the hardcore New York hip-hop scene and all of that and going from just took away your culture yeah like (laughs) going from like that and just like all this like I love music to just being able to listen to Kurt Franklin that was it that That was a lot for me yeah but I know I think for me it was so weird growing up because I did not feel like that was right I was like why Mm. if god loves me like why can't i listen to what i you know like this this person isn't saying anything crazy like why can't i listen like why can't i listen to it and i just it was it was weird for me it was weird for me growing up because i always felt like there was more i felt like god my relationship with god shouldn't have so many boundaries and rules and formulas and then finally at 20 something years old you know, our pastor gets a revelation about grace and teaches us grace. And I'm like, okay. That makes I sense. I knew all these years Everything. I wasn't crazy. Was, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Like, I knew I wasn't crazy. And I, it just, I, and I, it, I think it just, I know for me, it didn't rob me because, but I, I saw so many of my peers and friends mm. who grew up in that same thing. And I felt like it, it robbed them mm. because instead of, embracing a relationship with God they ran away from the church the minute they got a chance to so the minute they graduated from high school or the or the minute they got out of their parents roof it was like I don't want nothing to do with church anymore because it has so many rules I have to get rid of so many things right I can't be who I feel I am right I can't um, you know, people are judging me. Yeah. People are I'm losing friendships because of certain things. And it it, it, it hurts my heart. It, yeah. it it because I see those same people at 30. What am I? 34. I see those pe- same people at 34 now. And they're just like some of them are spiritually struggling. Mm-hmm. And some of some of them are yes, they're coming back to church finally, but it's like they done been through it all. Literally like, go through literally hell. so much. Yeah. And it's just it that I remember growing up like this hurts my heart because I'm like, this is not how I don't believe that this is how God designed our relationship to be. Like, why do I have to do all this just for God to love me? He should. He, I know he just loves me. He just 
like that don't make sense right yeah. so that's my that's that's how I grew up and I just I could never accept it like I didn't feel comfortable with it I didn't feel at peace with it and I was like I don't believe that this is it like I don't I don't think this is it yeah for me um I'm actually my story is a little bit different and it kind of I think mirrors what Denisa said I was about to call it Danica Danica (laughs) (laughs) that's my little joke for her but um yeah, it kind of mirrors what Denise said. Um, my I come from a lineage of family members who are clergymen. Um, my grandfather is the reverend. My mother was a minister of music for many, many years in my life. So for me and my brother, my brother and I, oftentimes when we were growing up, it wasn't listening to any secular music. That just wasn't happening. My dad wasn't going for it. My mama wasn't going for it. And then by my mama being a minister of music, all I heard was church music. So mm-hmm. I can spit out the hymn, the hymns from the Baptist. You know, I can I can sing the culture. So I can sing all of them I because that was literally my world music. But it was only gospel music. Um, so for me, I didn't really get a chance to know God for myself until I went to college. Um, because my whole life I was I only had God through my parents you know mm, I, was, yeah. I was only experience, I was only so experiencing good. God through my parents and it wasn't until I left their house that um, I actually began to have a relation a personal relationship with God and it's so funny um, I tell people I said I really feel like that experience for me was uh, my road to Damascus and I say that um, if you don't know what the road to Damascus is it was yeah. when Saul converted to Paul Um and you got to read up on it. Um, but for me, I was I was actually, you were talking about college years. College, I struggled. I went to University of Florida in Gainesville. And I struggled so hard trying to find a church home in Gainesville. And I kept visiting churches and visiting churches. And I did not find a church that I liked. So my remedy to it, I knew that my parents' home was an hour away. I used to drive home every weekend so that I can make it to church on Sunday. I was crazy thing was I was doing that, but I still didn't really have a strong relationship with God. I just knew that I needed to be in church because if I'm not in church, Lauren becomes a different person. So I was just like, I know I need to have something, something that I'm getting from church. Listen, something I, to keep you right, I couldn't put my finger on it at the time, but I was like, I know I needed to get it. And it wasn't um, until one particular Sunday evening I was headed back to college. And it's it's an hour drive, literally, from my parents' house to my apartment at that time. And it and I was listening to Kiara Sheard Free, mm-hmm. and that thing hit me. Boy, he was ugly crying in the car. <laughs> what? <laughs> I literally I had to like talk myself down, like, cause it was to the no seriously, my eyes were so watery, like glassy. I couldn't really see through them. I almost felt like I needed to pull over to the side, to, like get myself together mm-hmm. because it hit. Like when I tell y'all, it hit me. I had like my road to Damascus, mm-hmm. and then that's to me when that happened. It was almost like everything that I had experienced had an experience with um, in my earlier years made so much sense. Mm. It was like it all just became so super duper clear. And funny thing was with that. Um, I don't necessarily think that I changed because I was raised in an environment where I was constantly listening to gospel music. I valued so much secular music, mm-hmm. you know, because I was like, dang, I'm now in my apartment. I can listen to however whatever many, yeah, whatever secular music I want at that time. Spotify was just popping up, you know, mm-hmm. so I was like, I can stream music like if that was my remedy. So I never once. um Hit a purge moment. Yeah, well, 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 it was crazy because I'm thinking to myself that I wasn't necessarily purging people, um, but I think people begin to see the change in me and they begin to purge, purge themselves. You. No, they begin to purge themselves. 
Um, I've never been the type of girl, even with me going to UF, which is one of the biggest D1 schools there is and is known for being a party school. Right. I have never been the girl to drink. Even on my 21st birthday, I tell people all the time, my 21st birthday, I had a party at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Like that, that's where I spent my birthday. Because that's, that's just me. I'm a fun person. I love to be, I love to do things that are just kind of out of the ordinary. Um, but I do remember one time taking a girl's trip to Miami and um, y'all know how oh, I am. Yeah. yeah, y'all know how I am. I could be super churchy, but I'm not doing it in a way where I'm trying to condemn somebody. Yeah. I'm literally doing it to be very lighthearted. Right. But it didn't matter. Whatever I did on that particular trip, it was perceived as Lawrence being churchy, Lawrence condemning me, Lawrence doing that. And I'll never forget, we were sitting in a Friday's restaurant and they came at me hard. Wow. Like super duper hard. And I didn't understand where it came from. And so I was, you hard like what? Like you oh, were they like, was like, doing too much. Or you, like I'm doing too much. I'm yeah. making them feel some type of way because I'm not drinking and yeah. this, that, that, and the third. And I was just like, like, first of all, where where's all of this coming from? Right. Because I'm, in my mind, I'm still it doing... nothing to do with you. It, right. But I'm like, I still, in my mind, I'm like, I still am the same person. And I was like, and it made me real, that's why I was like checking the heart. Mm-hmm. It made me then begin to kind of look at their heart because I'm like, yo, I'm not, I ain't changed up my script. Right. I'm being the same person. Yeah, I got Jesus now. And yeah, I'm going to pray. And yeah, I'm going to seek the face of God. But ain't nothing changed really about me. If right. y'all put on some bop music, Lauren doing the bank head bounce okay. too. You know, right. like I, I want to have a, I want to have a, <laughs> a good, good time. time, you know. And so I think for some people, it's not necessarily about you purging it's about God actually starting to initiate some of them purges yeah. and yeah. you just have to like recognize that and be like alright God I see I see where you coming from I accept it for what it is and I think I think in life yeah we do purge some things but I think in life sometimes people purge themselves Ooh, yeah that's a good point that's real super yeah. good point yeah I think for me it was interesting because after that whole situation happened with me at the nail shop me and that group of people didn't talk for a while. And then I moved here and started going to the church that we all currently go to. And I got a revelation of grace. Mm-hmm. And I think that that helped me understand what initially I used to call a balance. But it wasn't even a balance. It was really me locating Christ within myself to understand what I was supposed to be doing in the earth. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that a lot of people go around and like, oh, you got to balance it. You got to balance, you know, your spiritual and, you know, the other stuff that you do. And it's like, no, that's not it at all. It's locating Christ within yourself. Yeah. It's locating yeah. what the Holy Spirit has said is is not, what's the word that the Bible uses? Not advantageous for you. Where it's like all things are, what is it's a scripture that talks about how at this point under grace is kind of that there's no such thing as a thing being against the law, but it's not advantageous for you. Like, no, you're not going to hell for it, but it doesn't give you a yeah. benefit. Yeah, it if doesn't you're going benefit do it. your well-being. Right. And so I think that it was a understanding what that meant for my life, like what God wanted me to do for me. And I realized that that meant me going to the summer spirit festival has nothing to do with God. Like God is wherever I am. Right. Right. And I think that until I got a revelation of grace, (laughs) I did not understand that. And I'm like, I can't go here and I can't go there because God's not there. And, and God is like, what are you talking about? Wherever you go, I am. And if there's no reason other than you need to go so that I can be represented where they are Mm -hmm. so that your friends are safe. Mm -hmm. And if you feel led to go, then you need to go. And I think, you know, a couple of years went by and now me and my friends from college are just getting back to a space where 
you know, when we go on trips or when we go out of town or when we all link up and stuff like that, they're excited that we come. I remember homecoming last year. It was actually our 10 year anniversary. We all went to Philly and the what is it called? The weather forecast was that it was supposed to rain like the entire weekend that we were there. And so we woke up the morning of like all of the festivities and I went on the rooftop. We had a rooftop. It was me and like two of my other friends that I think they they're saved or they believe in God, but they're they don't like, you know, go to church and do stuff like that. And I came up there and they were like, yo, it's going to rain. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, nah, I was like, we're going to say a prayer. And so I said a prayer and I was like, you know, basically standard prayer like, Lord, we need to enjoy this homecoming weekend. And right now we come against any rain or precipitation prior to 12 a.m. <laughs> right. Tomorrow. And I was like, y'all in agreement with me? It was like, yeah, we in agreement. When I tell you, in a matter of maybe an hour and a half, the clouds went away. It did not rain at all that day until we got back in the house at 12 a.m. Hmm. And they were like, yo, Sade, like, praise the rain away. <laughs> like, like, no, like, we not joking. Like, for real. And it's like, I realized that when you remove yourself from a space, calling yourself being a good Christian... You get in the way of God operating through you mm-hmm. for the people who need to see him. Yeah. And they don't need to see him in a spooky space. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to see God. Like, you care. You yeah. care that I have a good time. Because that's what people are so used to. It's, it's tradition. Yeah. You know, that's what I, when you guys were talking and when Sade was even talking about her wearing a turtleneck in the middle of the summer. I'm like, that. unfortunately, that's tradition. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know how it started but somebody way way back what created, a all, skirt. created all no, these rules skirts. of nice what skirt we can ankle. and cannot do as Christians, yeah. especially in the black church. I feel like it's our dope. That's really what it is. It huh? is. It, we have like a whole lot more rules sometimes, yeah. and it's just like that. That messes people up like that. You know, like Charday said, because I, I'm thinking about her friend who was sitting there crying in the nail shop. All I could think about was like, like, what did that, how did that impact her? How did that impact her life? Because it's like, first of all, you trying to say I'm not spiritual enough? Right. Right. So are you trying to say that we can't hang out with each other? And the messed up part is, in her mind, she's like, when we was in college, we was was going out, we was drinking together. Mm -hmm. Right. We was out here doing the same things together. So right. now, now you're going to turn and look sudden. at me exactly. and say that you better than me. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> and that's the thing. I will say, Ooh. I just, you know, thought about it too. Because as you're talking, like you're literally there together, going through all these different situations, transitions in life together, right? Mm-hmm. She's clearly an influence in your life and you're an influence in her life throughout college. Imagine how much more influential you will be once you have the correct revelation of God and how much he loves yep, you that correct. you can speak into her life. Yep. And I feel like the enemy that's where he attacks he wants us to purge he yep. wants that mindset so yep. you're no longer attached to those people that you are called to that you can speak to and they would actually get it because mm-hmm. there are some people that are never going to step foot into a church there are some people that aren't going to open their bibles we're the only bibles that they see so for us it's so important to not you know so not mishandle en- that the enemy is happy about these little Absolutely. rules and laws he wants, and all that's that. what he wants yeah. he definitely wants that so yeah, I will Boy. say I will say um, for me, uh, a lot of times in my life, I did see a lot of people that were kind of law based, like whatever they did in life. It was very like scripted to what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, especially when I go back home, I say, yo, I didn't really get a chance to know the liberation of being a Christian until I moved here to Atlanta. Yeah, I was like, because when I met these women, Boy, I'm free. No, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> free. 
I was, I'm saying oh. I'm, what I'm saying is when I came here to Atlanta, I saw many different like forms of what a Christian is and was. Mm-hmm. Like I saw Christian women with blue hair. I saw Christian. I saw Christian women with blue hair. I saw Christian women with dope outfits. I saw Christian women that looked like your traditional Christian women. Mm-hmm. But it was like in the end of the day, when we all standing in in service and we all got our hands lifted and raised, we all edifying the same God. Yeah. And it's like we've said this before on the on the podcast. Do not box yourself in yeah. when it comes to your faith because God made you that way intentionally because He knew that you can draw a certain a certain group of people that I could never draw or that any other person, neither one of my castmates could ever draw um and i it's so funny because um a lot of times i play back that story of when it when i went to miami with those women and i oftentimes question myself like dang am i making someone feel some type of way because i'm not drinking in this you know environment and i and i can't i can't tell you how many times i've been in environments and it's actually just happened this past weekend i was in an environment a social environment and i was the only one that wasn't I sent you to you last <laughs> Thank you. I was uh, <laughs> I wasn't drinking, but when the music came on and if it was a bop and if I if I vibe to it, best believe Lauren was out there vibing. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many people came to me and was like, "Dang, Lauren, we know you don't drink, but I love the fact that how you're having fun and how you're enjoying yourself." And I was like, "Yeah, like don't ever box you know me yes, in the thing right. yeah the thing that don't let myself box me in and don't allow other people to box you in too because yeah. then they're not recognizing what it is the unique quality that God has made you right. and how he's made you yeah you know I feel led to add one more thing before I think we gotta go to a break <laughs> I do wanna make mention of the fact that for some people there is a certain period of time where you will have to be alone with God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um I don't want to get that misconstrued. For me, for Lauren it was it was a different situation and for each person it's different. For yeah. me, I did need time by myself. Absolutely. And I think that the way I went about it was a little wrong because I basically shamed other people. Mm-hmm. But I I liken it to just using a metaphor bear with me if you will but I liken it to if the world is like this glass of water and when you first get saved and you're like loose sand and it's kind of like if you go into the water as loose sand and somebody stirs it up it's kind of like you just floating around in the water like no type of real um consistency or solid solid substance type of situation you just in the water and I think that when you take time away with God um, when you first get saved or when you're first learning to understand that relationship with God, with Jesus Christ and all of those things, it's almost like you become a rock. And when you put a rock inside of the water, it don't matter how much you stir it up, that rock is staying by itself and the water is staying apart from it. And that's how you get to the point where you can be like Lauren, where you're in a social setting and you can still be exactly who you yeah, are, yeah. even though everyone is doing whatever it is they're doing. And I think for me, it took me being by myself because I was so easily influenced by my friends and the people around me that until I took the time by myself and had that um, experience, that encounter with God to become solid in who he was, yeah. solid in who he created me to be, solid as a rock, it was hard for me to go back into the situations where now I can go to homecoming and not get drunk. I can go to homecoming and not be influenced to do things that I know good and well are not things for me to do. And I can go and pray and be exactly who it is that God has created me to be with no fear and no uh, anxiety about what other people are going to think. And so if you feel like 
you have to take time alone, pray about it, and allow God to speak to you on what that should look like. Yeah. Because sometimes as a new Christian, it is needed to get solid in who you are. So let's, I just don't want that to get miscommunicated. And I mean, I think that process too is also or- organic. I think yeah. a lot of times it just organically happens in the way that it is supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, as believers, you just need to accept it and, and ride, go with the flow. Yeah. 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 But don't just go through your phone and be like, you got to go. You ain't You got to go. I ain't really like you anyway. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we are going to go to a break. And when we come back, we're going to check out a secret letter. Save Girl Secrets is brought to you by Feed Her. Head over to www.feedher.co for more information. And we are back. We all right. Back. So let's check out this letter. What all is right. this letter about? All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm Secret letter. Which? Oh, my gosh. That's what we got. Hey. <laughs> we got a bunch of them. Come on yeah. now. From y'all writing in. <laughs> Secret letter. <laughs> Secret letter. That's what oh we got. God. <laughs> oh my God. All right, ladies. So we have received yet another letter from one of our listeners. And um, I'm going to read it and then we're going to chime in and just kind of like give feedback on, you know, how we're going to respond to her. But it says, I really enjoy your podcast. You all share relatable stories and you're all very strong in your faith. I'm quite lax in my relationship with God and my faith wavers a lot. It's not that I don't believe in God and his promises. I feel that my falling to listen to him a few years ago really messed me up. And I have been too embarrassed to talk to God, pray, read my Bible, etc. Four years ago, I was in a relationship. She has quotes, so I'm making sure I say that. I was in a relationship with a guy. Deep down, I knew he wasn't the best man for me. But years of being single clouded my judgment. Mm -hmm. Long story short, this man broke my heart, destroyed Mm -hmm. my confidence, and made a fool of me. Mm -hmm. Even after the lies were exposed and he apologized, I was reluctant to end things. One day, on my way to work, I heard the words clearly, leave, blank, blank, and she knew it was God. She said, stupid me, I did not listen. I even told myself that I was hearing things. I continued on the in the relationship because I was convinced that he was my last chance at happily ever after. Mm. Mm. I eventually ended things, but I still feel like a fool. I still feel worthless. I just cannot face God. The level of fool I told you so and shame I feel when I try to pray is overwhelming. So I skip it. I feel like God has things to tell me, but how can I face him after ignoring him telling me specifically that that is something I, uh, when he could have spared me from. The worst heartbreak ever. Any advice you all may have is greatly appreciated. Thanks. So first, I just want to say thank you for even having the courage to, you know, just open up and be vulnerable and literally send that. Yeah. And thank you for trusting us and our feedback, you know, to even share that with us. Yeah. So. So if you was a girlfriend of mine, I'd be first of all, I start off with sis. (laughs) 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 No, seriously. Um. But for me, as you was reading that, it was actually kind of reminiscent of some experiences that I went through with Mm. the past relationship um, with the guy. Uh, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 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 Um, And uh, honestly, I was I realized during that process of me trying to get myself back together. And I'm going to say air quotes. um, I was I was in a, a deep 
position of shame and that's what it kind of sounds like where she's coming from right. it just it sounds like she's in a position now where you are you don't need the, the enemy to try and shame you you're shaming yourself yes. you know um and it wasn't uh if it wasn't for the people in my life and i'm gonna shout this person and y'all know i shout him out all the time but my best, best friend, friend. Best, hey, friend. Best, friend. best friend that's my best friend uh, <laughs> no but seriously i i love the dude because a lot of times when i we was know. <laughs> but when I was in the position where I was constantly shaming myself, he'd be like, well, tell me, Lauren. He'd be like, Lauren, what happened? And so I'll tell him, he'd be like, girl, if you only knew that I did this, that, 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 right. right. And he was like, let me tell you something about God and how amazing God is. He was like, that's the whole reason why he did what he did on the cross. Right. He was like, he did what he did so that when we are in these positions, we can go to the father. And if your heart, if your heart is in it and you say, Lord, I've sinned. I know that I've sinned and I'm asking you for your forgiveness. The Lord forgives you mm-hmm. immediately. Already he forgave you. He already forgave you. The yeah. facts. He already forgave you. But the Lord said when when you when when you confess your sins, he's faithful. I've heard I've heard when you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. And so I, I appreciate the fact that you're in a position right now where you're confessing you saying lord i've messed up i didn't do this right i didn't consult you concerning this guy you know i you had already talked to me but i didn't listen girl i did that too he talked to me too and i was just like no (laughs) (laughs) but um you know you're saying lord you talked to me i didn't listen and i did things my my own way but that's the blessing the blessing is you 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 became awakened to who your identity was and you said okay it's time to move forward and i think we just have to reposition our minds and our thoughts to stop condemning ourselves mm-hmm. and walk this thing out and literally, literally con- seek God concerning whatever the next step is he got you to that step for you to realize that ain't what he called for you to have and so it's like now you have to go back to God and say God I need to know what's next I need to know what's next for me I need you to build my confidence I need you to build me spiritually and then um we talked about this earlier today when we were saying like when uh Paul when he said, I press, you have to continue to press this. You can't stop pressing. If that means if you don't feel like picking up your Bible, that's when you know it's time to pick up that Bible and read. Yeah. You know, and there's so many different avenues you can take to get your word and get yourself fed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say stop um, condemning yourself and continue to seek for direction from God because he already got you. He knew that he knew that you would fall. Yeah. You know, he knew that you would come short. Um, he says it in his word. He said, all have come short. So it ain't just you. It's all of us. We've all been in that position. Yeah. But just continue to seek God. And, and you got this. I, I want you to send in another letter talking about how you have overcome. Yes. Um, because I know that you are on that journey to overcoming whatever this or situation that once made you feel the way that you're feeling now. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh. honestly that is like that's the best advice yeah Yeah. i just really want to because she said something that kind of like stuck out to me when she was like you know this was your you said that this was your last chance at happily ever after and i wouldn't say that that was a lie from the pit of hell one you were never really happy and that was not from god so that could not have been your happily ever after period so you just keep your trust and your faith on the field and your happily ever after will come but it's going to be his way on his terms whenever you, you know you're ready you're not ready right now but it's okay yeah you'll get there but don't don't let be deceived and think that that was your last moment of happily ever after don't be deceived and thinking that something that the enemy brought towards you was a gift from god because it wasn't and you know just the everything lauren just said yeah amen 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 i yeah i feel the same way i just 
I feel for her and I feel for you, Lauren. Lauren was oh, very I'm passionate. Over. She uh, was. Yeah. She held it down. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think I was passionate because I remember being in that place. And there's so yeah. many listeners that probably yeah. are in that space. Yeah. So, so, you know. And I think, I, I'll tell you why for me, and I've shared this with my close friends. I said, I'm so used to doing things perfectly mm-hmm. you know making sure that Lauren had the perfect grades you know Lauren doing this perfectly Lauren doing and then I was like dang I finally found something I didn't do perfectly and it hurt me to my core mm-hmm. but that just made me think about it was all about myself yeah you know to humble you yeah you and it's like no when you walking this thing out with God you're with God concerning any and everything that you're going through mm-hmm. so I say girl just keep just keep walking with God because he ain't gonna ever let you fall never and, and stop stop condemning yourself. Because it don't come from God. Yo, it doesn't. The enemy just having a field day with that. Yep. Yep. You good, sis. You good. Sis, what's Ayana? What? You, you, you good. good. <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, I guess now, is does anybody, I think we gave a word. So there think, were several. Yeah. We gave several. Read so. the road to Damascus. That's the word yep. that yeah. Lauren kept talking to my Yes. Yes. Um, do you guys want to hash it out? What would be the hashtag for today? Oh, y'all are quiet. Purge to purpose. <laughs> okay, Shardae with these rhymes. I was trying to, was trying to think of something. y'all got a rhyme, but I'll take it. I like it. I like purge to purpose. There you go. Purge to purpose. Right. And hashtag SGS so we can see it, y'all. Yeah, SGS, SGS podcast. SGS podcast. Right. Do we have a woman currently winning? Um, I, if y'all don't have one, I think I got one. You got it, sis? Okay, so I, I'm going to shout out uh, Kiara Sheard. Because oh, she got you through that free. She did. Listen, she when Kiara Sheard was like, I please, I please. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord, I got to pull this car over. Right. I got to pull it over. Get it in, shit, take it. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I can't see Jesus. I got to pull it over. He I will was, be your sight. I was crying, cr- cr- crying, crying. You know what does that to me? What? It's a song by um, Sasha Cobbs. And I've been, I don't know if it was on her first original album, but I, I, I couldn't find it on iTunes, weirdly enough. But it's called Without You. Mm. I'm going to put it up for y'all. But you know what song does it for me? It's called This Love by House Fires. I like that song, Oh, too. my God. I will just. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. So those will all be included in the playlist. <laughs> the playlist. <laughs> we, need right. a, we need to do an SGS playlist, playlist on facts. Spotify. Yeah. I like that. Let's I think we should. It. Yeah, we Some should. Good old praise and worship. And you stuff. a song, Ayana. What would be your song for the week? Look, if I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, what song for what? That, that kind of takes you there. That, that takes make, me that I can think of right now is Oceans. Oceans. Oh, man. Oh, what? I think I got tired of Oceans. I mean, but I when it first came out, it's like, I think I got tired too sometimes, but I remember it was, especially like my postpartum experience, it had mm. some moments where. That song ministered. Like, mm, I, Lord, minister. I don't know what the freak is going on with me right now. <laughs> but my feet are failing. It be yes. those drums. <laughs> Anytime I go to those churches, they, they hit them drums. I'll be like, oh, Lord, you feel it in your Oh my gosh. <laughs> when they start hitting them drums. Oh, oh my gosh. Currently, currently, I will say um, the song Nothing Else by Cody. Oh, yeah. Collins. I listened to the one that y'all talked about on YouTube. Version. Yes, YouTube. Yes. Yeah, I have another one. Respond by oh, Travis. Yes. I love, I love, love. I said Travis Green. Travis Green. Travis Green. Oops. It's Travis Green, people. It's a song that we, we, we played at Travis Shift. Like, Cross Russia. Oh, Oh, I forgot the name. Make room. Make room. Make room. I love her. My 
Oscar. Oscar. I love that whole. Oh, Travis yeah. Green, y'all. Travis Green. Don't listen to Travis Scott. <laughs> he will usher another spirit. Another <laughs> world. Another right. world. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, y'all are funny. Travis Green. <laughs> Travis Green. Skirt, skirt. Jonathan McReynolds' whole album yeah. is like lit. Oh, yeah, yeah. The whole yeah. Make Room album. Yeah. Yeah. Lit. But all right, okay, that's all we got. Does anybody else got something they want to add about Purge? No. no. I love y'all. That's what I want to yeah. say. I just, just want to give a shout out to all the new Christians out there. Yeah. yeah. Take it easy. Especially yes. the ones that got saved on New Year's. We yeah. saw y'all. We see you. 2020. Do not be hard on yourself. <laughs> new spirit. Who did this relationship with God is not a sprint. It's it is not. not. You know, like, take your time. Yes. Develop your relationship with him daily. You yeah. know, he ain't in no rush. Yeah. He ain't mad at you. He loves you. Just, you know, just live your you life be right. and, and yeah. develop your relationship with him daily. Yeah. Whether you whether you a new Christian meaning that you didn't just got a revelation of grace or you rededicating yourself yeah. or if you're the new Christian that throw that already threw all your stuff away because this is your first encounter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I think sometimes that's the that's the Christian that's like on fire. Fire. fire it's like yeah. you be yeah. You be on Yeah. Doing everything the right way. Oh, and then this fire, is fire. The, the Christians out there. I love y'all. Stop condemning people. Yes. Yeah. And don't condemn I, yourself. Yeah. Stop condemning. Forsaking the brother. Yeah. Stop condemning people and stop condemning yourself. And yeah. just love on people. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we love y'all. Good God bless y'all. I was about to say, you would say, Good God bless you. Good God bless y'all. All right. <laughs> And I'm going to say love and peace. Like love I always and do. peace. Is love we going to pray out in the year 2020? Yes. I want y'all to pray for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> pray for yourselves, okay? Right. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. We purging Lauren, y'all. Okay, right. We, I'll that's be <laughs> they could try and purge, but I'm coming back. <laughs> all right. Well, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms: Facebook, Save Girl Secrets, Instagram, Save Girl Secrets. Please be sure to hashtag SGS Podcast hashtag Purged to Purpose, Lauren. Is mm-hmm, that what you that's said? it. Purged to Purpose. Um, we want to see you. We want to shout you out on our page. We love you guys. Make sure you check out our website: www.savedgirlsecrets. Dot com if you have an issue that you want us to talk about because this show is all about issues that Christian women have but won't publicly admit um, be sure to send us a secret letter to savedgirlsecrets at gmail.com and we'll be happy to help you with advice or word or whatever um, and some laughs and of course they definitely gonna laugh at you no um, not at you <laughs> with you I'm <laughs> nah nah we're, we're just joking be yeah. sure to send your secret letter we love getting those and reading them and praying and agreeing with you guys but we love you thank you for tuning in and we will talk to you next week bye bye